Coming up, we get into last night's racing, including big wins for Jacob Allen, Brandon Shepard, and Chris Madden. Uh, let's go. Today is Thursday, May 12th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. I thought yesterday we might see a shark racing car in victory lane at Lincoln Speedway last night with the Word of Outlaws, but on yesterday's show, I just picked the wrong guy. I had Logan Schuhart as the win pick, but it was Jacob Allen who went to victory lane last night, topping a very big field of 55 sprint cars. It was Jacob, uh, Jacob's second win of the year and third of his career, and he was pumped up afterwards in front of his hometown crowd. The Shark Shop is just a few miles from Lincoln Speedway, and the packed crowd was, I think, about as excited as Jacob was there at the end. He started fifth and slowly worked his way forward as pole sitter Anthony Macri and Justin Peck battled in the early going. Macri led the first eight laps, then Peck settled in after that out front. A caution and a subsequent restart for an incident involving Robbie Kendall brought Allen to second, and he was after Peck from there. With 11 laps to go, the 1A slipped by Peck on the bottom in 3 and 4, and that was it. Even a late caution for Sheldon Hoddenshield and Buddy Kofoid getting together couldn't stop him. So at the end, it was Allen winning, Peck second, Carson Macedo third, Spencer Baston fourth, and Macri fifth. The career season for Allen continues, and whatever happened this offseason has completely transformed him uh, as a driver. That's a different guy behind the wheel of that sprint car and one who is learning he can compete any single night out. We almost don't recognize Jacob Allen at this point. With both Macedo and Gravel finishing ahead of Brad Sweet, the points battle has tightened even more now. Sweet will head to Williams Grove on Friday with just an eight-point cushion on Macedo, and Gravel is now 26 behind in third. Sheldon actually lost ground because of that late crash, and uh, he ended up 21st. He's now 92 points back. Looking through the rest of the field last night, Casey Kane made the feature on his first night back out. Good to see him in the field. He ended up 22nd after transferring in from the B main. Hopefully this means he'll uh, continue racing with the Outlaws the rest of the season and that he is healthy enough to do so. That B main last night was pretty wild at the end. You had Chase Dietz and Kane battling for the transfer. And on the final lap, TJ Stutz ended up crashed out running second. Looked like the one of the uh, rear wheels came off that car. Donnie Schatz was also in that B, and I think the struggles are continuing for that TSR 15. He finished 13th in the feature, which was his uh, worst Lincoln result over the past six races there. And kudos to Justin Peck and Kyle Reinhardt, both All-Star regulars who were in the field last night before they head to Michigan for the All-Star Series race at I-96. And it was a rough night for the drivers with NASCAR connections. Alex Bowman ended up in the non-qualifier. He didn't move forward in his heat race and then was out in the night C-Main. Christopher Bell didn't transfer in from his heat race and started third in the B-Main. He had first lap contact, though, with Donnie Shots That sent him spinning, and he was only uh, able to race back to 11th. He missed the feature as well. So another Pennsylvania show has come and gone, and yet another outlaw victory. That's three in a row at Lincoln for the full-timers. Macri was the highest finishing posse driver in fifth, with Danny Dietrich in eighth and Lance DeWeese in tenth. Now the series will get today off to regroup, and then they head to Williams Grove on Friday and Saturday for the Morgan Cup weekend. The forecast does look like it's improving with rain chances dropping both days from what we saw yesterday. Uh, we'll preview the weekend on tomorrow's daily show. On the late model side last night, we had dueling super late model programs between Flow Racing and XR. 
At Spoon River with the Flow Racing 9 in America series, they ended up with a very nice group of 56 cars. Ashton Winger started on the pole and led the first 21 laps before Brandon Shepard ran him down before halfway and took control. Bishop wasn't challenged again, and he drove away to the $22,000 win and the first victory of this four-night Illinois Speed Week. After Shepard got by, Winger faded a bit, but his night went big-time sideways on a lap 36 restart. Bobby Pierce went really high in turn four uh, coming to that green flag, and onto the front stretch, he caught the right, uh, right rear of Winger and sent the 89 spinning into turn one. It seemed like Winger didn't know maybe Pierce was out there, and I think it was just a racing deal. I don't think there was any real intent from Bobby Pierce there. I think he got just that run on the high side. Winger didn't know he was there, and the two kind of met in the middle. Winger ended up in the 12th position at the end. As for Pierce, his night also went bad as he slipped over the racetrack with six laps to go and had to go to the rear on the caution. He finished 15th. So behind Shepard at the end, Mike Marler finished second, Tanner English third, Stormy Scott fourth, and Ricky Thornton Jr. completed the top five. Uh, headed to Lincoln Speedway tonight for another 22,000 to win flow show. Shepard has now taken the series points lead with Jonathan Davenport, Kyle Larson, and Brandon Overton all absent. Following tonight at Lincoln, the Speed Week continues Friday at Farmer City and Saturday at Fairbury with two Mars-sanctioned races. And at Charlotte last night with the XR Super Series, we almost got to see Scott Bloomquist bust his winless streak. Uh, that goes back to 2020, but in the final laps, Chris Madden denied him by getting by in lap traffic and driving on to the $25,000 score. Bloomquist had to settle for second with Davenport in third, Ross Bales fourth, and Chris Ferguson in fifth. Kyle Larson ended up eighth after starting in the fifth spot himself. The win for Madden was his sixth overall of the season, and he just continues to stack up the cash after deciding not to run full-time with the World of Outlaws this season. He's won the most cash of any late model driver in the country so far this season, and I believe he's approaching something like $350,000 in winnings right now. I mentioned the Flow Show had 56 cars, but the XR event didn't suffer from a lack of entries either. They had 47 in the pits last night and no lack of big names and talent. Even with the big names kind of split between XR and Flow, I didn't feel like either event really suffered. We had good racing on both sides, plenty to talk about from both, race, uh, both races, and a lot more good stuff to come this weekend. The Colossal 100 weekend continues tonight with another full program paying $25,000 to win. With the way Bloomquist drove last night, maybe we'll finally get to see him break that drought and grab a victory over the next few nights. Elsewhere tonight, after having their previous four races affected by rain, the USAC National Sprint Cars are back in action at the Lakeside Speedway near Kansas City. It's going to be very warm there today, but there shouldn't be any problems getting the racing complete. With only four shows in the book so far this year, rookie Emerson Axum leads the point standings right now by just three over Justin Grant, with Chase Stockin, Kyle Cummins, and Brady Bacon the rest of the top five. Axum, Grant, and Bacon have split the four victories this year, with Bacon the most recent winner that was back on April 16th at the Atomic Speedway. This trip tonight to Lakeside will be the first visit for the USAC Sprint Cars there in five years, and the last four races there have been won by Robert Ballou. He's won twice, Thomas Meserol, and then most recently Brady Bacon in 2017. Justin Grant carries the longest top 10 streak in the country in any dirt racing series into tonight's racing. He's got 10 straight top 10s. He also leads the series in average finish over the last five and last 10 race stretches, so don't sleep on JG tonight. The show at Lakeside kicks off a three-race weekend for the series. They've got stops at US 36 on tap for Friday and I-70 coming up on Saturday. All three nights, the USAC National Competitors will also be joined by the USAC Midwest Wingless Racing Association. 
The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Axum tonight, but I'm going to go Brady Bacon. His team, I think, is definitely going in the right direction after a tough few nights to open the year down in Florida, and I like his previous success and experience at Lakeside. Drop me a comment. Let me know who you are picking for wins tonight between the two late model shows and USAC. I'm also curious to hear what you guys have to say about last night's racing, including that big win for Jacob Allen and the two late model shows. Let me know either in the comments below or on social media. The streaming schedule has six shows on it for today. Flow Racing has the Flow Night in America late models from Lincoln, the USAC Sprint Cars from Lakeside, and Flow Racing 24-7. XR Plus has night two of the Colossal 100 weekend, and Speed Sport has action from US 24 and Kosuth County. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.